Hello, I'm Lisa Bien. When I was a student here at Temple University, I struggled with self-acceptance and questions about my self-worth. I felt as if I wasn't enough, and I lived by this notion for years, until one day a professor came into my life. She believed in me, mentored me, and opened my eyes to see just how wrong I was. And that little bit of encouragement changed everything. And though I would continue to struggle with self-worth for many years to come, I had begun the journey of true self-discovery. Now years later, with plenty of therapy and growth, I have bounced back into a person I am proud of. It's my passion and my goal to inspire young men and women and to learn as I learned and to become inspired, to teach them to stop listening to the negative messages they create themselves. I want all of you who are struggling through the same insecurities to realize who you truly are and believe that you are strong enough, smart enough, and good enough to bounce back from anything that life throws you. Let's get started. Here's today's story. I first met Sarah Ziegler over coffee here on campus, and she was telling me about her classes and her work both on and off campus. Then she turned to me and said, I want to share my story because I want people to start talking about depression, bipolar disorder, and mental illness. She told me how she's tired of being treated differently when people learned about her bipolar disorder and that she wanted to take part in the chance of society's perception of mental illness. Sarah shares with us her courage and her story to bounce back from not only her own demons, but the social issues that surround them. Let's hear from Sarah. My entire life, I can remember getting the feeling. The feeling when everything shuts down, it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing, you have to stop. It's an immense psychological pain and a physical pain that spreads through my entire body. It took me years to find out this feeling was called depression and what was happening to me were mood swings. In the beginning of my freshman year of high school, I finally had reached my breaking point. I could no longer handle being tortured by these feelings. School was too much, friends were too much, life in general was too much. After an unsuccessful suicide attempt, I was sent to a psychiatric hospital for a month. It was in the hospital that I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. It was a difficult thing to digest, but more than anything, I felt relieved somehow to finally have a name for the feelings I'd been dealing with my entire life. At 20 years old, I finally reached a somewhat stable point in my life. I'm a full-time student. I have a job as an EMT. I'm a peer educator at the Wellness Resource Center, and I work for Temple. Five years ago, I would have never imagined I could accomplish these things. I take things day by day and frequently have mood swings, but I'm more in control of my life now. I know this is something I will have to deal with for the rest of my life, but with medication and therapy, I know that I can do it. Sarah, thank you for sharing your story with us. You know, it, I remember um, I was so excited to meet you the first day on campus and you came and you were so, so re resilient. You really wanted to share your story. And here we are today, and we're talking about it. So what I would like first is I'll ask you a couple questions and then if there's anything else in the end that you'd like to add in, you know, please feel free. Um, how do you deal with some of the social aspects of your depression and your bipolar disease? Um, I find that difficult. Sometimes I don't like to be in social situations and I just have to take myself out of them. 
Um, is there a particular situation that you try to avoid or it just depends? It just depends because sometimes um, it doesn't take very much to trigger a mood swing. Okay. Sometimes it could just be something really trivial that does it. Do, do other people trigger it for you? I mean, are you ever in, you know, it could be in a classroom setting where someone says something and it might trigger something for you, or is it more um, just environment? Um, I think it might just be environment. The one thing that really upsets me is when people say, oh, she's being so bipolar right now. Just using that as an adjective to describe a person, which it's completely different than that. Right. So these people that are saying, oh, she's being so bipolar right now, are they're, they're not aware that you have bipolarism, correct? No. Okay. So why don't we take this chance right now to tell everybody what really it is, what it's like to be in your world, and what exactly your diagnosis is. What exactly is bipolar for people who don't understand? Um, bipolar disorder is a mood disorder, and it has to do with a chemical imbalance in your brain. Um, and I have bipolar too. And it's characterized by mood swings. Um, frequently in my life, it is more depression, but that also includes mania, um, which is a hyperactive state. Um, okay. So when we, when, we met, when we met for coffee, you shared a story with me that I hope that you're comfortable sharing with, with today is that people, once they find out that you do have bipolarism and suffer from depression, they treat you differently. Mm -hmm. So A, I guess, is it difficult when you feel safe, you have to really feel safe with someone to share your diagnosis. And then what happens after you do share the diagnosis? Can you give us an example of something that's really you know, impacted you? I've definitely shared it with people, and it's been um, taken positively, but I've also had a lot of negative experiences with it. Um, my ex-boyfriend, I dated him for a year, and then finally I told him, and it just really changed the way that he looked at me. And um, eventually we, we broke up a few months later, and I think that had something to do with it, that he was just began treating me differently after I told him that. Because he was uncomfortable with, with you having this, being bipolar and suffering from depression? He was uncomfortable and he also just didn't understand. What didn't he understand? The, the fact that this is something that you have to live with for the rest of your life? You know, what, what, what is it you would like everyone to understand about this? You know, you've, we all have daily struggles every day. It seems that you know, your struggles might be a little more challenging on some days versus others. And, you know, often we hear people say, oh, I'm so depressed. And that has to bother you a little bit, too, because I think that we use that as a society, you know, word. Instead of saying tired, we say we're depressed. So if you could, you know, tell us what do you, what's the true meaning of depression and do you have a daily mantra that helps you get through the day or you know if you're sitting in a situation and you find yourself because you know I, I said we, we talked about this earlier how we sit there and we talk and and we say okay you know to this person we kind of talk in our head do you have any self-talk that you use um I don't have a mantra but I would love for you to help me make one um 
I don't know, I just try to stay positive. And sometimes when you get really depressed, it's, it's hard to do that. And you sort of spiral downward with your thinking. Um, and I think people are more describing that they're sad most of the time when they say that. I'm not doubting other people's feelings or anything, but sometimes people use the word depression when that's not truly what they're feeling. It's a condition when some days when I'm depressed, I can't get out of my bed. That's okay. how horrible I feel. Well, thank you so much again. Thank you for coming on the show today and helping us educate the community at large and actually talking about mental illness because I think it's an important topic that we really need to spend more time on. So thank you. Kate Schaefer is the Program Coordinator for Alcohol and Other Drugs, Interpersonal Violence and Mental Health with, with the Wellness Resource Center here at Temple University. Kate earned her master's degree in counseling psychology from Immaculata University in 2008. Prior to working at the Wellness Resource Center, Kate worked for the university housing and residential life as the coordinator for student conduct and crisis management. Kate has held numerous positions working in the mental health field, specializing in drug and alcohol addiction, conduct disorder, anxiety disorders, and autism and Asperger's syndrome specifically with young adults and adolescents. Well, thank you, Kate, so much for joining us today. You know, this is a, you know, we could spend a lot of time talking about mental illness, bipolarism, and depression. Why don't we begin and try to as, give as much uh, information to our viewers as possible, like what is bipolarism? Are, are there different types of it? And what is actually, you know, depression versus someone saying, oh, I'm so depressed, you know? And then, you know, are there tests that people can take to find out if they have bipolarism? Sure. So bipolar disorder is a mood disorder, um, which means that it's categorized in the same kind of way that depression is as well. Um, there are two main types, bipolar 1 and bipolar 2. Bipolar disorder in general is categorized by feelings of what they call mania, and this is where people have heard of bipolar disorder before when it used to be called manic depression. So mania is a lack of control, elevated mood symptoms, um, hyperactivity, some jittery um, and, and an overall elevated sense of self. Um, and then depression is the other half of bipolar disorder. And so that's lowered mood, um, some apathy, a lot of fatigue, feelings of sadness, withdrawn, isolation, things of that nature. Um, and so bipolar one is categorized by um, people who, who reach that manic state um, and really are ending up taking risks that aren't safe and, and making decisions that aren't necessarily good for them. Um, and then they usually come into some level of depression, maybe a full-on depression, but maybe not. Um, and then bipolar 2 is kind of the reverse of that, full-on depression episodes with something called hypomania, and so like a low level of manic state. Um, and so that's what bipolar disorder is. And then um, depression or major depressive episode uh, or depression major depressive disorder um, is ca characterized by um, a long period of an intense feeling of sadness, being withdrawn, either apathy or um, you know fatigue, things of that nature, feeling like it's hopeless. Um, and so depression is more than one day and it's more than situational. And so if you lose a family member, you wouldn't be depressed. You would 
be so grieving. That's a good point. So we yeah. go through different things in our life that maybe at that period of time mm -hmm. we feel that we're depressed. But yeah, yeah, and so that wouldn't be characterized um, or categorized as a disorder. Okay. Um, so, and then you asked about some testing. Um, there are screening tools and assessments that um, professionals can deliver to people to find out um, exactly how best to describe the set of symptoms that they're experiencing. But the main hallmark is, is it affecting your functioning? Are you unable to go to class? Are you really withdrawing from friends or family? Are you taking these big risks that are um, characteristic of a manic episode? Are you not able to get out of bed in the morning? If those things are happening, then that's at a level where function is disturbed and it's probably a symptom of a larger issue and deserves to be looked at whether it's something that is able to be diagnosed or, or not at that level. So I, taking it one step further, so mm -hmm. I'm a student here at Temple University and I think that I might have all, some of these, you know, all of them. What, what would you recommend for anybody that either has a, who either themselves are feeling this way or has a friend that they think might be, you know, if you have a friend that won't get out of bed for X amount of days and it's a tough time, what would you recommend for the students? Well, I want to say um, right off the bat that it's really um, important that students here at Temple University, at universities across the nation, really do listen to their gut, kind of check in with themselves and their friends. So you bring up a really good point, and I think a lot of our referrals come from friends who are concerned of, about their friends um, because the number one um, time to diagnose bipolar disorder is in the 18 to 24 year old range. And so that's when these symptoms are starting um, in most cases. And so it's really important to kind of note behavioral changes, mood changes, those kinds of things. Um, so what someone would want to do at Temple University is go to Tettleman Counseling Services. They have um, many options and they're well staffed to meet those needs. Um, so they've walk-in hours on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 9 to, no, from 10 to 1.30. And okay. Wednesday from 9 to 12, um, and that's how you get seen by them. And it's also all this information they can find on the website. On the website, well. absolutely. Okay, great. Well, I just I hate to sh cut you off yeah. because we could talk about, I said, mental yeah. illness all day long, but we have to um, end this show right sure. now. So anyway, I wanted to thank you so much for thank coming you. on. This is, this is just the beginning of a conversation that the mm -hmm. society just needs to have. So thank you. Thank you. Today's honest and courageous story from Sarah provides a real life example and inspiration of how to bounce back after a time when she had no hope. Her story reminds us that no matter what we are faced with, we can all overcome the pain and adversity that life hands us, even when we least expect it. All of us are faced with different challenges that require us to rise above adversity and start talking, learning and growing, even when it hurts. We want you to know that your story and what you have to say is important. It's worth talking about. It's worth the fight to find your happiness. We hope you will embrace our messages of positive self-worth, love and acceptance. And remember that through any adversity with support, we can all bounce back. <laughs>